Hello beautiful people. Welcome back to Conversations with the Sophies. My name is Sophia Cavito and today I bring you another another episode with a guest, a very special guest. So today my guest is a lovely friend, a long-time friend, one of my favorite 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 people in the entire world. Um she's a daughter a mother, a sister, a wife, a friend, a lover of life, a lover of enjoyment, <laughs> a lover of fun, um, just the bubbliest spirit ever. Today I have my lovely friend, her name is Sharifa Chemisto, and yes, I'm just so happy to have her here. Hi, Sharifa. Sophia. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh my god. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. Well, thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here with me. Yeah, it's um it's quite interesting, you know. <laughs> this is something I never thought I would do, so. <laughs> no, I know. And I'm happy you're doing it because it's kind of it's kind of a nerve-wracking experience, but here you are. Um doing it besides your fear, you're here. It's okay. We are here. You're okay. It's just me. It's just a conversation. Okay. I know. <laughs> except, except the rest of the world is hearing. That's the only difference. But it's just a conversation. I just want to know how you are. How are you feeling today? I'm okay. Uh, it's been quite a day. Um, mm. We had fun. Yes. I am happy that I get to record this mm. with you right here. So mm. it's amazing. Mm. And today has been a good day, I would say. I would just put it in a good day. It's, mm. yeah. How about your yeah? How's been 2020 for you? 2022. 2022, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're locked into COVID. I know. <laughs> the, the confidence of saying 2020 know, as if. We lost two years of it, so my years are like backwards. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Mm. I would say it's been a roller coaster. Mm. It, there's been a lot of good, mm. but there's been a lot of trying moments as well. Mm. But I want to say that this year I have, I want, I think, let me say, I, I'm learning to manage stress better, mm. manage, um, managing expectations, mm. learning how to actually, what's the word? live in the moment oh yes, yes yes i love that so there's a lot of that i'm trying to put my energy into that and mm. i'm starting so it's not all in yet but mm. yeah i think soon i will get there yes yeah. it's the start yes <laughs> i think i think awareness is so important like even knowing that you know you have to take these steps you know i feel like there's some people who are not aware of the things going on so True. that's a big big step i feel like being aware you're almost close to where you want to be so i'm very proud of you honestly like you've done so much you've achieved so much and i hope you give yourself the credit that you deserve i'm trying yes thank <laughs> you that's what being present thank god you're focusing on that because when you're present you realize like you've done so much that everything else you want to add is great but you've already done so much and knowing that you won't put so much pressure on yourself but yes i'm just so happy for you to be here so sheriffa is currently with me in virginia yes she's been with me for a week and 
um i harassed her into coming into the onto the podcast because i'm like i I need you and um i feel like so many of our listeners would benefit from sharifa's experience like i said sharifa is not only a friend she's a mother she's a wife she's a daughter and me and sophie are not those things we're just friends chilling with zero responsibilities you know so there's a lot we can learn from sharifa and all our uh, um, listeners who are mothers I'm, I'm sure you know you feel like you you have someone who's on you know who kind of has your perspective because our perspective is it, it it's it's limited to only our experience and sharifa's perspective is so wide but um I d- we just want to know a little bit about your background so i'm just going to ask um how did you even because <laughs> sharifa is currently bermuda living so tell us how do you like bermuda how's the vibe are you what is your plan do you think you're going to love it forever or no <laughs> do you predict wow. movement interesting <laughs> yes um well bermuda is uh, a small island for those yeah. who don't know like yeah. i keep saying like everybody who asks me about Bermuda, the first thing i say is uh, you can drive to the end of the island in 45 minutes <laughs> that's always a shock right? i know but, like for people who like driving and getting therapy out of it like it's it's not that place <laughs> but yeah there's there's a lot more in Bermuda that mm. you get to learn once you get there you know mm. before you think all you think about when you hear Bermuda is the Bermuda Triangle mm. I've had those conversations too but I don't know either I know it's somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I know I just know I'm still alive so right? I keep flying so yeah so Bermuda is a lovely island it's it's very small so it's kind of like it took me a while to get used to I want to say it was difficult for me because mm. I'm used to a kind, a fast kind of life. Mm. Living in Uganda, then living in New York for a while. I guess it, it was like more. I'm used to like chop, 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 mm. chop. And New York is is really fast paced. Yeah, so. I remember going to the, the train station with my husband one day, and mm. it was like 9 a.m., which was like rush hour, and he was. Mm. I was like, "You do this every day." like how oh my god that's so hectic like everybody was just trying to push into the train out yeah no for my money (laughs) so bermuda is calm it's Mm. beautiful it's Mm. um the weather the weather is it's good like we have winter we have Mm. summer um summers are really hot and humid (laughs) but it's still you know people make the best out of it because it's mm. when tourists come and there's a lot of parties and mm. but the winters are, i call them gloomy winters <laughs> mm. <laughs> more, all you do is like lock yourself in maybe have some game nights and stuff mm. but mm. you know but um i do realize it's, it's a lot more what you create you know mm. for so long i have been that person like i want to be invited to stuff but you know why don't you invite people to stuff oh so yeah that's, that's like my changing my perspective mm. and things so getting into bermuda i felt like i had been detached from what i, I i'm used to mm. um i'm used to hanging out with friends after work and have you know doing the enjoyment kind of thing yeah bermuda is more like a reality check for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like living life and responsibility yeah but yeah. i i think it's 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 put me at a level of maturity that i don't think i would have gotten staying in uganda mm-hmm. there's a lot of dependability in uganda you depend on so many people yeah but in bermuda yes you will have you know it's um, and I'm grateful for my friends because mm. I have such a great support system. Mm. I don't take that for granted. Yeah, and 
but it has told me that you gotta do it. You gotta get up and do shit on your own. <laughs> yes, and start like <laughs> yeah. like starting something actually is yeah. not easy. No, it's not. Hmm. It's not. But it helps because I can. I have always pushed myself to be better, mm-hmm. to try and be better. Like Sharifa, like even if you have the the highest mark, you're like, but why did I, why did I not get, you know, the highest, the highest of the highest. Yeah. So I think, you know, as much as that puts pressure on me, it yeah. kind of like also drives me, and yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's toxic, but it, I, I like it because, mm. you know, it's. What are you gonna achieve if you're not pushing yourself? If you're comfortable, if you mm. like safety, you know mm. all those things. So, Bamira has taught me so much that you gotta fight for what you want. You, mm. Nobody's gonna hand you stuff. Yeah, which is a mentality some people have back home. Yeah, <laughs> you're waiting to to get married and someone can hand you things, yeah. but yes, even though they're handing you things, you still have to contribute. So yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're very right. So Bermuda has been mm. interesting. I <laughs> encourage anyone, everyone to come and visit Bermuda. Beautiful mm. beaches, pink sand. Have you seen pink sand? No, I've ha- I only heard of it, so I yeah, can't wait. pink sand. And mm. you know, the scenery is just amazing. Mm. Like you, you love the world and be like, Wow. Everyday vacation. I know. <laughs> yeah. I get I guess I don't get to appreciate it more because I live there, mm. but mm. sometimes I'm also shocked. I'm like, wow. Mm. I have never seen this before. This mm. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, the blue water. But what you mentioned about the the pressure, like um how how uh, you know, sometimes you have to put your, yourself on pressure to get to you know to achieve things right i think that's beautiful honestly i think like we've been discussing off of I the know. podcast <laughs> like it's important to find that balance of you push yourself to, but you also stop and recognize the things that you've achieved you know because sometimes you can keep going and there's always so many things that you can achieve like it's endless literally True. like there's that's always right. something so it's it's so important to pause and breathe everything in that you've taken in that that, that, that you've done because yeah. a lot of us have done so many things that we but, haven't really yeah. sat in and basked in them yeah. because we are on to the next thing on to the next thing and, and i think that's me that's been me yeah. for a while mm. that, that has been me for a while not you know sitting down and appreciating that you you're a mother you're mm. a wife mm. you are working you mm. know you have done your masters you've done like all the things i've done and i'm not even 30 and i'm mm. like right like wow you know way. but i don't look at it that way like mm. all my life i've been like i need to do this by mm. the time i'm 30 mm. <laughs> you know i need to drive better yes. than 20 or something <laughs> like you know because that that's the kind of pressure you get i know and social media doesn't help no, and doesn't. <laughs> no like all these things where you're comparing yourself it really doesn't help so that's why being present is so important to yeah. actually remember that my journey is mine and mine alone and this is not a, a race it's really just um slow and steady and you take your time like i'm not rushing anywhere and it's easy to really get into the rush of oh my god i haven't had a baby by this time oh my god i'm not married by this right (laughs) yes and so much so many of us have put ourselves under pressure and for me i've refused like i've literally refused (laughs) when people trying to put me under their pressure i'm like that's your pressure yeah if you think i should be married by 30 that's you but i don't believe that like i don't i don't put myself under that pressure because that's how you end up settling that's how you end up making decisions because of time yeah so yeah um but i think it's just finding that balance which of course takes time and you already being aware that actually i need to slow down and be present 
is a perfect step but um i want to get nosy more nosy and <laughs> oh and ask sharifa some i just want to ask some um questions that way we can get to know her better and you know get a feel of her you know so um like i mentioned sharifa is a mother so i just want to know what has motherhood taught you so far well patience yeah oh um for anyone wondering how old is your child oh yes i should have given this introduction well yeah i mean yeah just a little information we don't need any names just you know he's poor Mm. he's an amazing boy Mm. quite friendly quite social i don't know where he gets that because i'm not that but (laughs) you know i know like um yeah he's the best thing in my life honestly every time i worry i'm like not the past four years of my life i need this boy my life god keep him alive for me because i'm like you know it's yeah he's it's mm. been amazing. It's mm. I mean it's been trying for, mm. to be honest. Mm. <laughs> Any mother knows that, but mm. you know, I guess it it uh, oh my god, it has taught me to be patient mm. and just accept that this is happening. Mm. How do you deal with it? Just to step back and just, you know, analyze, not mm. just rush into things. Yes, yes. Yeah, I I uh, well, I become a mother quite early cuz mm. I want to say I gave birth 24, 24. Yeah. Well, I don't want to remember. I think it was, but <laughs> it was 2017, okay. right? 2018. Oh, 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, early 2018. And mm. honestly, I, d- I don't think you... Like, like I, I had seen, like, kids, like my brothers. I had mm. raised many kids, you know. Mm. But having your own, I remember my sister telling me, I was like, oh my god, this is so hectic. Mm. Does it ever end? And this was like in the first week, right? Mm. She's like, mm. and for life, my friend, you're gonna be his mother for the rest of your life, yeah. so you better get yourself ready. So you can imagine that kind of pressure on a 24 year old. Mm. Mm. And I just, I just hated myself for so long. I was just, I, I just felt like this was. I felt like it was like a block in my journey mm. you know my goals you know what i wanted mm. and and i realized all that the moment i gave birth not even when i was pregnant when i was pregnant mm. it was a different mindset right mm. and then you know he comes into my life and i'm like oh my god what mm. am i doing mm. and yeah um and i can say i'm still learning yeah yeah I think I'm doing a good job. Yes. <laughs> I think I think you are. Like like we mentioned, like Sharifa puts herself on so much pressure, you know, and she like she she doesn't acknowledge that things that she has done. Like you're actually a great mother because I've seen your mother and this people really forget that this stuff this doesn't come up with a manual, a tutorial. Yeah. Like everyone has to learn on the job. And True. that is so hard and mothers deserve so much grace. They deserve so much support like we all need to do to support our friends that anywhere we can you know it could be through offering whatever you can offer or just even calling and checking on them it can be as simple as that yeah Yeah, because i feel like um with um the the mom friends that i have sometimes they feel isolated because if you're you're the only one who's had a kid and your friends haven't sometimes you feel like your life is so different it does feel different yeah it and it is different and maybe your friends do contribute to that with how they treat you maybe they're not inviting you to things anymore i kind of experienced that because i used to have many of 
many guy friends, right? Mm. And then, like, now you're married. Like, everybody has this level of, like, I don't, I, I want to call it, it's not respect. It's mm. more like they can't hang out with you anymore because, you know, you're a mom. Yeah. You know, and I guess, yes, you're right. I, I can't make the time all the time, but, like, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, we were friends before this. Well, I thought we were. But, <laughs> but yeah. And and I kind of... It puts you in a lonely place, mm, you know? Mm, mm. And, and for that, you realize... You keep thinking, you know, I got married. I have a child. Is that mm. why, you know, my friends can't hang with me anymore? And mm. uh, But it's not all on them because, mm. I, I honestly, you... you, you you, you don't have the time either like yeah. you gotta make the time and mm. and that's one thing i want to talk about is like the difference in parenting in uganda and and in foreign countries yeah it is so different yeah how <laughs> so, different like in uganda you're gonna have you're, you're gonna have a mate right mm. you pay this person very little money mm. Like, uh, I had the greatest maid. I had mm. my sisters. Mm. My family was, like, always there, 100%. Mm. And then I move. And, well, to be honest, I started in New York. And yes. I didn't have that. And mm. it was okay because then I took a break from work. So I wasn't working. So, But it still felt like a lot. But then mm. kids at that age don't require so much. So when I went back home, I had, like, this whole support system. My cousins, my brothers. Mm. Everybody was there. My sisters. Who I'm very grateful for, by the way. Mm. And I then I uproot myself and then move to a different country to <laughs> join my husband. Yeah. And I get there and I'm like, I, I was like, the F? Like, <laughs> yeah. what did I just get myself into? I want to say, I actually moved to Bermuda in 2020 and mm. at the beginning of 2020, just before COVID, I get there, I'm still figuring it out. I, I actually landed like on a, a Sunday mm. and I had to go to work on Monday. Literally. Oh, wow. Yeah. So first time for my child in daycare. He was like one one year and a few months. Wow. In and a new country. In a new country. Wow. I had to like push myself. Now you gotta do driving school. Mm. You know, and I had been driving be- like before, but Bermuda is so different. I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? I know. As in like life happened so fast and mm. for so long. I was in my head telling mm. myself I you know think i can do this i feel like i cried all the time with my best friend and like mm. i was on the phone with him like i don't think i can do this i just want to come back home mm. you know and it took a while mm. and then covid hit you had to work oh, from yes. home with a child mm. remember you don't have a maid right mm-hmm. so you gotta cook the meals you gotta clean the house you gotta take care of the child make time for the child you, you know you gotta take care of your husband too mm. like it was it was a lot mm. you know but like all things, it takes time. Mm. You find your routine. You mm. discuss with your husband. You make a routine. You make mm. it work. Mm. But it's so different. Like honestly, like when I was in Uganda, I was partying, leaving my child with my sister and my and my maid, mm. and come. Like the only rule I had was I had to be next to my child every day of my mm. life. Like every night, I had to sleep with my kid. Mm. And but like all the work is not done by you you would mm. come home and someone's like oh do you want to eat dinner mm. but now you gotta make dinner for everybody yes every day right, right? like what is this is this what marriage is is this what life is yeah it's real out here definitely compared to Uganda and I don't think people really realize no, they, that they don't but like if, you, if you're the kind of person who wants to come here and have family like 
and, and you need to limit that if you want enjoyment <laughs> you need to do that in uganda yeah, like yeah. you have to once you have a toddler baby's like unless you're really doing well financially that you can afford and also that stuff costs you a relationship at some point with your kid depending on how much True. you're doing it yeah True. Mm. I, I think also you you kind of like it's hard you're in a country that you don't know anybody so even if you had the money to hire baby you can't trust how am i gonna trust somebody who has a different culture with my child you right, know? right so the right. protective instinct comes in and mm. i'm not the mom that lets go honestly i mm. i have been attached to my child even to take this trip to virginia was like the hardest thing my friends were like you need to book that ticket i know like, oh, my baby. For a week. <laughs> i know <laughs> like for me baby i've been away from my baby for the longest time and you know mm. so it, it's hard to let go especially when your child is one i can only imagine for people to take kids to daycare at three months like oh well you you guys are so strong guys mm. i want to be like you at some point in my life but I yeah know. so and and that's what i want to say like people see you and in uganda they just expect like things are just moving smoothly and everything is just working out but I've realized that when you're here, you work harder, you earn everything, you you know, you, you, you don't have somebody to do shit for you. Mm. Every, like every single pen, like, yes, we go, we make that money, but you're literally working for that money. Like yeah. there's no, uh, there's not, there's no much BSing. Like yeah. that, that comes later. The first years that you come here, you have to be ready to work yeah. if you want to make money if you want to be yeah. successful it is yeah like that 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 the playing has to be minimal mm-hmm. like work hard but um actually work harder play hard like the playing has to be less yeah. and for a mom and a wife and you, the, there's so many responsibilities that you know i feel like it's easy to lose yourself in all that yeah. right because you're just taking care of everyone else by yourself and, yes by yourself and you know that's that those are one of our messages on this podcast like how it's so important for everyone you come first no one comes first before you and i even say that for like i know i'm not a mom but i have to say that for mothers too because sometimes moms believe that their kids come first but if a mom is not at full capacity if she's low on energy everyone else feels that because and when they're high on energy when they're fully supported everyone feels that too so it's important for all our mothers who are listening for the women to know that you come first you have to take care of yourself first and then you can take care of everyone else if you need to rest and also asking for help i feel like i don't know for me i feel like that's something that's so hard but from mothers it sounds like you have to learn how to ask for help and I don't know how you deal with that, Sherifa. Like, are you the kind of person who easily asks for help now? Like, how was that for you? Well, I, I, I don't know. Well, I guess I learned to ask. Mm. Um, I find it easier to ask my friends. And I'm, I'm thankful because when I went to Bermuda, I found so many, a few Ugandans that mm. could, and they were... But I didn't have to ask. They were really willing to help. Oh, that's so sweet. I was so lucky, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you would be like, oh, my God, something is wrong with me. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll be there. I can help you. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been so lucky. Like, mm-hmm. like not, not, not even being able to ask for help. Like, and then you're just getting it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's It's been helpful. But I guess 
to hit on that you know it's hard for mothers to put themselves first i i, I think before i had a kid i used to say me and my husband mm. we're gonna be first mm. i don't care mm. that kid is gonna grow up because you have the experience right you also mm. left your parents right? right so you're always like no i'm gonna put myself first and mm. my husband because i know my child's gonna leave when they're 18 or whatever mm. so and that's that's the mentality i had until mm. they handed me this baby <laughs> and i was like i can never leave him <laughs> You but know? you putting yourself first is not you leaving him. No, it's not exactly leaving, but it's like mm. everything he has to come first. If I want to buy, if I see my dress and mm. I'm like, I love this dress, I want to buy it. And then I remember, oh, I need to buy shoes for my kid. I'm never going to buy that dress, honestly. And I'm telling you this, I'm never. I'm going to go buy those shoes. And I'll be like, you know? And, and then you end up being cheap with yourself too. Mm. Like, no, I don't think I need that. But then you're going to buy something so expensive for your kid and they're going to outgrow it at some point. Mm. So I, it's a different kind of love. Mm. It, it's honestly so different. And it takes time, but I think I'm, I'm learning to actually try and put myself first to make sure mm. that you have to be happy and mm. and it's not easy and it's not it easy. can't be it can't it's be what well, i think that's why we keep preaching and even for us it's easier said than done we're not you so we are learning from you it's not it's not mm. easy but you can we can get there yeah and and we have been trained this way that's the thing people forget like yes. literally as kids <laughs> you're told everyone else comes first before you True. literally even True. at your own expense like even if something is hurting you, you're like, no, the other person, you save the other person first. And I think we just have to unlearn that. And it takes time to just realize that, okay, if I'm not okay, if, if I'm not well-rested, my, like, I'm irritable, I'm yeah. kind of annoyed. That's and then true. that means other people are going to... So it's, if you really think about it, it, it really is not selfish because we've been told it's selfish to, do, to put yourself first. I refuse and I'll forever fight for this shit. Like, I will even get a flag to say, you come first, you know? Because we need to get back to ourselves and trust me, our kids feel it when we True. are happy. Like, I agree. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like I'm learning from you to know that it's not as easy as we say that it's going to take me being present and me wanting it that bad, yeah, you know? Because yeah. I, I don't want to lose myself. And I love listening to mothers, you know, because I feel like sometimes some people... Uh, when I was young, I used to separate myself from those experiences. Like, you know, when you, you're watching YouTube videos and yes, maybe it's mothers. Sometimes I'll be like, but that's a mom. Like, that doesn't, ex- <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> relate to me. to me. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're a mom of three. Like, I'm not you. But now I'm more open to that because I know my friends are moms. But I, I'm trying to get to their understanding of life now because clearly it's changed from mine. So I'm trying to understand, okay, so this is how moms think. Oh, okay. And I feel like that gives you a better perspective on what's going on in their heads and how you can support for anyone who's listening, you know? Because I feel like even for people who have their friends becoming pregnant, they might not know how to support them. They're like, okay, so what do we do? Do we still invite them? I would still invite them. Like, I don't care if they're not going to come or I know for a fact they're not going to come. I just feel like it's nice to still invite, for someone to still be included. No, but you see, the thing is that, uh, not like, I, I would defend them in the sense that you can invite somebody today and they'll say, oh, no, I can't make it tomorrow. Mm. And over time, you just be like, she's not going to make it. Oh, That's how it happens. You assume. It, 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 it happens over time, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's not like they just wake up and stop. It's just that, you know, they keep doing it. And then when you also don't show up, they mm. kind of like, yeah, like, I what's guess the point? So. Right, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, me, I really think that it's important for us to when when you hear these experiences. Like, I love listening now to women, and like, okay, this prepares me for my journey. That way, I'm not so shocked. You know, I kind of like learn from that because I was like, I don't want to be shocked about my experience. I want to be as prepared as possible. Yeah. And these days, we have people telling us things, literally yeah, yeah. sharing their experiences and telling you this is what you're going to find. Yeah. Back in the day, our parents would just chill. I know. You, <laughs> go get married, have a husband. And then you get there, you're like, oh, damn, I have to do all this. I know. But these days, we have so many people to share their experiences. And we have podcasts like this where people come and tell you their stories. I feel like that's and, and, amazing. And, and the one thing I've learned is, mm. I, I think as much as we respect our parents, you know, mm. we respect our parents and we love them. But I think you have to, when you get advice, mm. you have to see about what works for you. Mm. Like, I talk to my mom, but mm. I feel like, ha. I, 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 I respect her and I'll pick something that may work for me but most of the things she'll tell me like they're not applicable to my generation mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you can't tell me you know you gotta do that that's what wives do I'm like no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. it's a partnership you know your yes. husband is your partner mm-hmm. you're not you're not a, a, a what a what a maid yeah you know so marriage is what you make it if yes. you want your husband in the kitchen you make it clear you'll be like you know I don't know how to cook whatever us has to cook yes do it i'll do something else mm. like it's it's communication and mm. compromise and mm. just understanding each other and working together i think and that's the one thing they don't tell you back home because mm. what you see back home is women in the kitchen women working, doing all everything. these things mm. and you're like what <laughs> i cannot do that i know and 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 you someone has to break that cycle mm. someone has to so we have to teach our sons to be better husbands mm. involving them in everything you know yes boy boy children have been ignored you know we yeah. empowered girls empowered girls to you know fight but then if you keep your sons in this mentality of like you're gonna marry and somebody's gonna take care of you then you're not doing anything Mm. you're teaching the child you're teaching women to not be with these boys you're raising because you're telling them you can't do this but then Mm. you're telling your son the opposite right so let's I think my advice is like involve your children let them Mm. be in the kitchen even if it's a boy like let them let them do everything yes you know let's teach the generation to be better Mm. you know Mm. because you know Honestly, you you got it. The men that are in our generation, it's just a few that actually understand that you have to do. Like women are not supposed to be in the kitchen. Most of them mm. think that their job is to only be, you know, providing finances. Providing, and but that's why. Work. That's the thing, and that's why I think with our Ugandan men, like when they don't have money, they feel like they ain't shit. Like they they don't have yeah, anything yeah, to yeah. offer because we've been raised that. All, all you do is provide money but yeah. in a partnership which is supposed to be a marriage it could be either or like you guys are literally partners you're playing on your strengths yeah. you know what if i'm making a lot of money that in that situation actually if your wife is making a lot of money you're not intimidated because you know you also have other other strengths yeah your other strengths could be maybe you're good at cooking you could be a, a good great with the kids great with playing with the kids like men can be strong with these things True. too it can't just be women and okay um say your wives uh, god forbid has uh, they pass away are you saying you want eat are you saying you want clean because now <laughs> your wife has passed away you know it goes to that level that okay now if you have no woman you're not going to you're going to eat out for the rest of your life you're not going to wash but they step up 
and, and that's I'm, what I'm saying. And, and, that's, and that's a funny thing. Like, yeah. you know, like I've had so many conversations and I, I get so angry, you know, when I hear people say men are created biologically different. They don't think about these things. Women are naturalized, which is true. Yes, we yeah. are naturalized. Mm. But, and I always give this example. So if you are a single dad, mm. you're telling me you will not take care of your child. Mm-hmm. But people do it. They will clean, they will do the dishes, they will cook. Mm. But then, if you're married, then it's a problem. Like, somehow you can't do it. Yeah, somehow then it's like that other person is supposed to do it. That is funny. To me, that is like like playing mind games, man. (laughs) It really is. They're they're, they're really trying to keep us in a spot. But I like that these days, like, there's so many men who are stepping up to be partners. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, like, so many men are okay with not being the breadwinners because they know they have other things that they're strong at. Like, finances is not the only thing you you have to be strong like you can be a really good father you can be a really good partner supportive partner a present a a present one who listens to his wife who actually is intentional on wanting to make things better oh my god so many things play and that's why even us for women because we've been we think these are our only roles we only look at the man for the pockets like we don't look even when he has so many strengths but he doesn't have enough money. We ignore the strength True. because he doesn't have enough money. So gender roles really kill us because we, we box ourselves, literally. Go and cook. That's all I do because I'm a woman. No, we refuse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes we're don't re- take that shit if you don't know. Yes. Like if, if, okay, if it works for you guys, the traditional stuff, it's okay, but... You're saying it doesn't have to be like that. Like it's no, stuff yeah, is not black and true. white. Like Sheriff said, like marriage is what you make it. Me and my partner will make it our own thing. And you can't compare. Oh, those guys are doing this and try to adopt that. That is their thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I really, really like that. So for me, Sharifa, I think I'm learning so much from your experience. And she's so open about her experience that um it, it makes it less scary because before there's so many secrets you don't know what you're stepping into but when your friend is being honest and telling you what to expect you're like okay so i guess this is how how i would handle that you know but anyway i wanted to move ahead with more questions (laughs) um i like what is something you tell someone who's who wants to have kids and get married because right now in uganda and for even the rest of the world like there's some pressure for all of us, you know, like I am a 28-year-old woman, almost 29. You know the pressure is there for everyone. Oh, so where are your kids? You don't have a husband. So we are under pressure. People want us to join, you know, the, you know, the, the institution of marriage. And you are there. Tell us. Any advice? I think, I think for me, and, and this is what I always tell people, like, take your time. <laughs> well, I probably didn't. But yeah. honestly, because you find that one person and you will know you will know like at the back of your mind you will know that this is this is what i want yes so for as long as you're not there if your mind is not there then why are you doing it Mm. everybody telling you to get married is not going to be that marriage Mm. everyone telling you to have children is not going to raise those freaking kids Mm. do not listen to people do Mm. not do not 
Like, let it be your decision. I want kids. I don't even judge people who say they don't want to, to have kids because bringing a child into this world, you have to be willing to take on that responsibility. You have to be willing to make so many sacrifices, you know, and, and that's what causes a lot of depression you know mm. and stress because you're like i didn't even want this child but my parents wanted the, then you're torturing a child mm. that didn't even choose to be here you know yeah you have the power to make that decision mm. and you should make it when you're ready when when you are ready not when your parents are ready not when your friends are ready not when this man is telling you that i will only marry you if you have children mm. not like let it and i, I think that's a, that power is taken away from us women mm. because of the expectation of like you should get married by 25 26 yeah what are you still doing mm. you you never I mean, there's so much nowadays. There's yeah. IVF. People are giving birth in 50 at the, when they're 50, you know? Mm. So why the pressure? Mm. Live your life. Have fun, mm. you know? And then when you feel like you're ready, then have the baby. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all I can say, honestly. Mm. I feel like there's so much people can say about it, but I, yeah. I feel like it should be a personal decision. Yeah. Getting married should be a personal decision. And so is having children. <laughs> because it's a, those are two big commitments. Mm. Marriage... Well, I don't like saying marriage is for life because, I, no, it's not. I think it's, you, you learn. Like, you, you're in there to learn and when you feel like you're not learning and growing, yeah, you step out. Exactly. Like, it always, always, like, I, well, let's agree to disagree. Like, mm. people say, no, it's for life, what? But then when you think that, when, mm. you, when you think you're stuck in a situation, mm. you know, you can some people positively respond to it mm. and for those well you are super people mm. but and then some people like just feel like they're, they're stuck yeah you know mm. and you don't want to ever be in a relationship where you feel like you're trapped mm. you that's understand true. well maybe you f you don't feel that and that's okay but if you do mm. don't ever feel trapped marriage is an experience it's a choice mm. you know you can choose to stay or you can choose to leave it's difficult yes mm. but that's life everything is you know is difficult you just have mm. to try mm. and then having kids is like guys it's a commitment you know yes. you're gonna take care of this child till like even when you're 60, they're going to mm. call you, Mommy, uh, this woman did this to me. And you're like, what? You're 30-year-old, why are you talking to me like that? So you have to be willing mm. to actually accept that. Mm. So don't let people take that choice away from you. It mm. should be your decision. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because they really, they can take it away. That noise can be so loud. Of, of Twagala Musika. That is not yes. like a problem. I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, and the crazy part is that you might give birth to a girl and then they're like oh now we want a boy like i feel like the pressure never ends yeah it never and, ends and, and and not to take away from people who feel like they've had daughters and they want you know sons like mm. don't feel that pressure like if your husband loves you like mm. you should you should talk you should you should be very vulnerable with your husband mm. expose this side of you do not always feel threatened because you know his family is pushing you for a son mm. a child is a child you know mm. whether it's a boy it's a girl just love the child yeah and that's the tradition back home boys are superior why <laughs> you know girls do more mm -hmm. uh, my mom already said 
educate your daughters because we all know that sometimes men grow up and they get married and you know if if you've been with boys it sometimes they just it's not like they I don't I don't want to say they don't think about it mm. but it's always the girls who come back home right mm. so why wouldn't you want to have that why wouldn't you want to have a, someone who you can share someone that can be your best friend mm you know so girls boys whatever just make it what you want mm. want it to be child is a blessing either way it like. is a blessing. Mm. Hmm. well i think that's beautiful advice i'm definitely locking that in my chest <laughs> and i hope you guys are too like yeah. you can't let this pressure get you like marriage most of us are only thinking at the bachelor about the bachelorette and then the wedding and the gown <laughs> most of us stop there we don't realize that you actually go home and sleep with a man every day you're with that every single day are you ready for that like are you really ready that because most of us are in the okay we go as far as the honeymoon and we see ourselves at the vacation spot yo like things get really really real there's in-laws there's everything after so it's like if your mind is ready like you're mentally ready there's nothing you can't deal with right but if you're just stepping in for the glam and just to show people that you also are married like are you ready to deal with what the man could do because you know these men these days they literally can embarrass you for (laughs) five like he will embarrass you are you ready to be embarrassed like like all this stuff like you go in but you have to be willing to take on all this stuff and if you go in not ready you're only thinking about the wedding dress my friend they say carry your cross man (laughs) (laughs) like things can become a real horror movie and the the crazy part in those situations you can't even share because it's like you feel like you are like they, they lied to you someone lied to you like this is it like literally if you've if you've lived with a roommate or you know just living with a person you know how complicated yeah, yeah. it is like even with your own friends <laughs> okay you know like you have to learn them you have to you literally yes, and it takes time mm. for people who have stayed alone for so long like mm. if you've lived on your own like definitely it's gonna be trying mm. but it's like it's like that it's like a brother sister relationship right actually you know, it you is know, you don't always get along Mm-mm. you always but the love is there it is there mm. you know so you gotta find what works for you you, mm. you gotta try and, yeah. and just say that i did my best it just didn't work for me or mm-hmm. it did and always. then you have an amazing beautiful life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's not always happiness if you're going thinking you're going to be happy every single day of your life i, I mean it could it could be. don't be delusional <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know so, yeah like it's sometimes you're gonna hate him sometimes mm. you're gonna but it's like and then at the end of the day you're like i want to be with this person mm. i miss you i want mm. you to be here with me but then just five minutes ago you're like fuck off yeah you know, it's 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 interesting honestly mm. I, and mm. You just have to enjoy it. The bad and the good. Yeah. And you know, because me and Sharif are both Muslims. We were recently discussing, like, I guess, because as Muslims, we believe that marriage makes up half of your religion, half your deen. And I think we were looking at it and we're like, and I think it's because it's such a challenging thing. It comes with so much. That's why it makes up so much of our... Yeah. Yeah, like, it makes up so much. And anyway... 
it's not something you rush into for true, that reason true. you know so for me i'm taking my time i don't care how many of my aunts like there's literally people i avoid because they keep asking me for a spouse <laughs> but because i know that i am not ready to fully commit and you don't want to resent people because you feel they forced you in a decision true, true. yeah so me i feel like i have sharifa here because sharifa is the only close friend that i have that's married so I just learn so much, you know. I get but a different perspective. The, the one thing I learned from people telling me, like I have a four-year-old, I don't have any other kid, and everybody's always saying, "Oh my God, you should have another one." What are you waiting for? Like it's the first comment everyone gives me, mm. and if I think I reached a point in my life where I, I tell myself this: if you're not contributing to my life in any way, like especially mm. financially, like mm. <laughs> you should have an opinion. All right, on how many on kids how many I kids have. I'm <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> Like, I, and, I, and my point is always clear like mm. guys I am mm. not sacrificing my my joy mm. my excitement my mm. wanting to live my life to have another kid I will have a child when, when you're I'm ready, ready. Yes. and whether it's my mom asking or my mm. friend mm. or my in-law my mm. response is always the same mm. guys like it's my decision it's nobody else's decision it's you and your husband mm. well well i have a friend who says it's always a woman's decision because i mean <laughs> i mean we're the ones carrying the baby yes you're nine months but please don't get she, pregnant without be... telling your husband you don't want to fight over that i know i know but that's the thing like that's when america really is annoying like these guys are literally telling you you will carry a baby even if you're raped even if you're white like yeah that sounds so crazy to me yeah, literally is. like someone tells you you will carry the baby that's wild but anyway let's not as, even mm. as a person who doesn't believe in abortion mm. that I, I i i do not agree with it even like mm. because i'm like that's still my decision right you know? do not take that that choice away from me because that is just so I, I can't even i can't even describe it but i find it mortifying because i'm like what about the people who are carrying kids that you know where they tell you this child is going to have challenges in life and you have to choose whether Literally. to bring, where, whether you're ready for that right but you're taking away that from them like you know people who have been raped because mm-hmm. all their life they're probably going to resent this child but let them choose whether to have a child or not i think those guys take their personal opinions on abortion and put them on everyone because it's really that like if i'm here like say as a list as a sophie and i say i don't believe in abortion that opinion is only mine exactly i don't get to put it on you sharifa no. i don't get to put it on any other woman it's only mine yeah. and people don't really get that no, they so don't. these men who don't even have worms when they decide that oh we don't believe in abortion have you carried it like it's like anyway it's, it's so politics. annoying but it's like we need to express this because i'm sure there's men out there who have these strong opinions like but it's important to also keep quiet and mind your business <laughs> respectfully yes um but anyway uh let's let's switch in switch it into like um regular life i want to know what is what's your most treasured memory oh, if you wow. could think yeah Jeez, this seems like a hard one. Mm. <laughs> no, you, you, you could take your time and think. A memory that you treasure. Wow. Mm. Mm. Like I said, I'm always on the next move, so I feel mm. like I don't, I don't actually sit down to think about this stuff. But mm. I want to say, mm. when they handed me my child, oh, yes, and I put him on my chest, mm. like I felt tears coming out of my eyes. Oh, yeah. And I was 
like that was like the best moment of my life because I had created life mm. and and I was able to touch it like mm. see it and the whole night I was like and he looks like you I don't know I can deny that one yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know? and and like the whole night, cause I gave birth around maybe one p.m. Mm. Like the whole time, I had my finger in his palm, mm. and he was just holding me, and I was like, "He's mine. Mm. He's honestly mine." And yeah, I think that would be my best memory. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. You're even emotional. I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I miss him too. I yes. <laughs> You're going back very soon. So mm, I'm going to be the one missing you very soon. But uh, next question. Um, what would what would constitute, like, uh, what would a perfect day be like for you? Like, dream big. A perfect day for you. Oh, my God. Yes. Dream big. Whatever. No limits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wow. Mm. Well, now that I've experienced fall, I think it would be a day. Is it fall? Mm, it's fall. Confused. Mm. Yeah, at the park, mm. watching my son play. Mm. But then I, I and then oh, okay, I think I'm I'm spiraled. No, it's okay. okay you can spiral. Like, yeah. This is where we do it. <laughs> Conversations. I think. Go. I think I, I, I would love that. Um, mm. My son playing. I don't know with his siblings. Mm. I'm not sure yet. Mm. But I think that would be something I would definitely sit there and just cry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But then I also want my son to play like basketball because I want him to make like a lot of money, right? Mm. And then I want him to like be in like. I don't want to say yes, maybe Celtics. Mm. Celtics. Yeah, we have a Celtics fan. Jason Tatum, I'm coming for you. Well, my son is whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I, 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 you know, my vision for my son, and he can choose to be whatever he wants to be. But this is, you know, this is what I, I I look at him and be like, yeah, Mm. I want him to play basketball because I love basketball, Mm. and. Yeah, and I would probably be like a momager or something, but yeah. probably not. Cause yeah, you responsibility, just be- <laughs> but <laughs> you've been the bleachers screaming. Yeah, yes, you know? that's my son. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the memory that just you know you know like just to give a background of this story, like I used not to watch basketball, but then I was I was in our apartment in New York and I was mm. watching. You know, I was watching the Celtics play the, is the Cavaliers, mm. and I see this eighteen-year-old mm. Jason Tatum, right? Mm. I see him, and he's playing so well, but he was so young. Mm. And in him, I saw my son because I was pregnant at the moment. Oh. I was pregnant, and I looked at him, and I was like, "That is my son. That's gonna be my son someday." Wow. And it just, and from that day. It's just something I that you have on your chest. Yes. But what if it's true? The wonder if it came from somewhere because you had it when you were pregnant. Hey, there's only one way to find out. I God, know. please give us life. I yeah. know. I know. Well, whenever the doctors say, "Oh, he's tall," I'm like, "Yes, my son is tall." He he's is tall. tall. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's probably gonna be six something. I'm like, yes, yes. Yes. Here we come. Here yes. we come. Yes. NBA, we're coming for you. Oh my God. <laughs> So yes, that is yeah, that is it for me. Oh, that is so cute. Um, oh, moving on. I would like to know what are your current passions in life? 
Like, what are you really passionate about right now? Hmm. Hmm. I really don't like this question, honestly. I know. I, 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 because I, I, I'm getting you to think. And you'll no. think after the episode is done, too. I like dancing. Mm. For, to be mm. honest, like, it's... it's. I don't know. If anyone has said me, I like dancing. Mm. And it's... What do you like about it? I think it's letting loose. Mm, like, just feeling free, yeah? Yeah, just mm. letting the music flow through your body. And mm. Yeah, that's I love dancing. Ooh. I don't get to do it as much, mm. though, but I feel like every time I do it, I'm just so happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. So happy. And uh, recent, I've started doing yoga, and I'm mm. finding so much. Like, oh my god, the flow bar is so painful. But mm. have you ever done something like? I, I guess this is what people feel like when they go to the gym. Yeah, like it's like so painful, but then also so fulfilling. Yes, 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 yes. So that's yes. another thing that I've picked up. So mm. yoga dancing mm. well i'm hoping to love swimming soon because mm. that's concurrent you're learning here. yeah yeah so um as a person i like control so mm. anything that helps me get loose mm. is like it feels so amazing like yeah yeah and that's why i love dancing i think because oh, yeah. as much as you know i am in control but in that moment like my body's just doing whatever it was yes yes so for me dancing i would say dancing i love that yeah and mm-hmm. swimming is probably gonna be one of those things too because mm. to swim you kind of like have to let go yeah you and, do yeah you and, do and for so long i have not let go but you've made progress i have yeah you've been I swimming and when been. you observe the, and when i feel like when you observe progress it shows you how far you can actually go i actually be- posted it you know because mm-hmm. i posted a clip of like I was out in the water last yeah. year, summer, mm. and like uh, I jump off the board, and mm. like I have like three noodles around me, mm. and even then I was screaming, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, and now I'm able to be in the water with just one noodle mm. and like not screaming at people to pull me out. Well, I always scream for my husband sometimes, like, honey, <laughs> but still, like, and I, I, I saw that because I had a video from last year and then I mm. had a video from this year and I was like, I actually jumped off a boat mm. and I went into the ocean, guys. Right? That is freaking progress. Mm. And I was so happy and I told myself, I posted it on my on my whatsapp mm. and I, I felt like i needed to share that because for so many people who have phobia for water like people don't want to swim because mm. they're scared i just wanted to give them that example like i was like you mm. I, I still am like i still have the fear but i'm, I'm able to try mm. and mm. you can do it and i like doing that i like speaking my truth and as yeah. much as that video of me was very dramatic i was like I'm it was so it funny it was so <laughs> Because she had she had floaters like they were, they were she was still floating but she felt like no 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 these floaters are not doing their job I, know. I need to scream and make sure you guys are aware that and there were I, like a hundred people around me screaming no but that's fear and that's the thing I really love that lesson because like regardless of the fear you still do it and I think that's what most of us it's like we're waiting for the things that we want to do that we're so scared to do it's like we're waiting for the fear to go. No, it doesn't go. In fact, it just grows. Yeah, the grows. more you don't do something, the fear for it grows. Yeah. So 
you'd rather just do it and then now you know you tried yeah. and then the more you keep going oh my god the fear goes and your confidence is the one that goes up the more you keep yeah, doing so it's like you you just try yeah. and i love this statement i keep using it these days in my life that the only people who don't mi- make mistakes the only people who don't make mistakes are the ones who don't try yeah. and if you know that in your head is like if like if if you're scared of making mistakes you don't try mm. so the only people who don't make mistakes uh, everyone else makes mistakes all these big yeah, big companies true, so true. And I'm, I'm, i and love I'm, that and, story and i think I, mm. it was so much pressure because mm. and I, I thank my friend samantha because she's the one who was like sharifa we need to do swimming lessons you know we need to go and i used to tell myself this, this is another mm. thing you know mm. i don't like going on vacations because i can't go to the pool yeah i'm like i'm only gonna go on vacation Mm. if if i can swim you know and my friend uh she was signing up for swimming lessons and she was like i think we can do it Mm. and i was like i don't think i can and i was like but i told myself this year Mm. you have to try the things you're most afraid of Mm. and i went i entered that water Mm. and i was like okay i think and and there were days where like actually i think it still happens like you know how you're swimming right yeah so actually you're supposed to use your core and your your legs are supposed to come up oh you have to use your core up yeah like like to float yeah yeah so when i when i'm pushing myself off the the pool Mm. the board i don't want to say the board it's the pool when you push yourself when you know you want to go far mm. i would do that but like my legs were not legging man they mm. were like staying in the water yeah I'm yeah like, i'm telling my trainer man i'm trying you yeah. know she's like sharifa your legs should be up so you can stop kicking mm. and i want to guys i'm not there yet you know i'm yeah. trying i'm yeah. trying so difficult you know i kept going back to the office i'm like guys swimming is so hard mm. swimming is so hard but like you just have to try mm. you just have to keep going mm. you just... i love that i love that that you went besides the fear because what is so intimidating i know so many people who refuse they're like for me it's okay i'm okay i'm a non-swimmer because i'm also scared of large water bodies but i feel but like coming to bermuda yeah when i come to bermuda yes i i swear i think i w- i'm willing i'm more willing to try just based off of your story literally yeah. yeah like i want i don't want to be that person who lets fear control my life yeah. and by the way through those conquering those little fears is how you go for the big things exactly. too. exactly yeah yeah so you you when you find something tiny where there's less risk and you have fear you do it yeah yeah that way it, it, it trains you for the bigger things that have that big risk yeah yeah. yeah so i i think this is such a big big story for all of us like to move regardless of the fear fear is there to show you that you know there's something like like you're stepping into the unknown you're leaving your comfort zone yeah. that's what fear is telling you you're leaving yeah. your comfort zone and there's growth outside your comfort zone that's where growth is at in your comfort zone there's no growth because you're in a, a routine you're in autopilot yeah that is no there's no growth you're in only what you know yeah the unknown there's fear because there's fear. you don't know but there's so much yeah. there you know and guys I'm so happy. I know because I know people are taking the steps every day. But yeah. you know, today if you took a, you took two steps, tomorrow take three steps. Like yeah. every day, just increase just a little bit, just a little bit, or maybe every week. That's consistency, yeah. and you will see results. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to start concluding.
um what would you tell your younger self and your older self a lesson at uh, something yeah something for your younger self younger self mm. i didn't i didn't i feel like i grew up too early Mm. Well, I had all those older sisters, and I just wanted to be like them. So, I grew up. I matured too early. So you did, and also boarding school doesn't help. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like if you, she was in boarding school, you were like seven, six, like oh, that. P two. Yeah, like P two is like I seven. Like, yeah, two thousand. In two thousand. Two thousand. Oh wow, you were like six, almost seven. That is so young. That is so young to be all alone. So, yeah. you know. That definitely does something to a child, and it gives you it. It just takes away so much control from you, like we were discussing actually this the other day. Mm-hmm. And and you just want to control every single thing in your life. You want to control every moment, and mm. until you realize that you can't, it's mm. like an obsession. And for me, it has been like mm. I want to control every damn thing, mm. you know. And, and I to the point that even work feedback just pisses me off because mm. i'm like because i try so much to be a perfectionist that if you find something wrong i'm just too angry at myself yeah you know? and and this is my problem Aww. like i am angry at me for not doing a good job but one thing doesn't mean you didn't do a good job you know i know so, like, you're only human yeah and my friends always say but that's the reviewer's job they're supposed to find something wrong yes <laughs> But I think I would tell myself to kind of like just let go, be a child, mm. leave. Do not, you know, do not put so much pressure on yourself. Mm. Like that's all I would say. To my future self, mm. oh my God, what do I say? I see beautiful things. I mm. see, I see, I tell myself, like, I remember my friend asked me, where, where do you see yourself in 20 years? I'll be like, I see myself on a cruise ship. <laughs> you know mm. touring the world mm. i know with i don't know with my husband i don't know but i just see myself there i see myself on that ship mm. with a great view mm, great relaxing mm. and just you know inhaling the beautiful air and amazing i i, I can't even picture it right now because i'm closing my eyes yes what I tell yeah. my future self is that you're gonna do that. Mm. And you just ha- you, you're gonna do it. It doesn't matter what you're going through now. Mm. You're gonna make it. Mm. Just trust yourself. Trust God. Mm. And just let go. Mm. And yeah, I tell myself that because I still struggle with letting go. Yeah, but yeah. What do I want to do in twenty years? Is mm. be on a cruise ship every other week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It, it takes time to let go, man. Like, I feel like I, I wasn't in boarding school that early like these guys. But I've realized with all these guys who went to boarding school that young, like, they were little adults. They, they, they had responsibilities of adults. And yet they were kids. So they were never kids. And all that responsibility that they gave them, they, you know, they were stripped of, 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 of any control of or any childhood actually your childhood yeah and of being free because as a child you're so free to do anything to make mistakes to just jump but But as you can't do that as uh, you know kids growing up in boarding you're like in military yes a lot of disciplining and kids to be free you know you can't have a lot of discipline you know that limits how free you are so that really affected you guys and i feel like the amount of healing that is required 
it's just you know <laughs> it's too much it requires so much patience to be patient with yourself to understand That's that true. you actually are not like all these other kids that and we to, compare yourself and to with give yourself grace right right, right. give yourself grace you have come so far mm. you have achieved so much mm. and just be happy mm. that you have done so much you and you you've so actually survived the worst of the worst exactly. if you really think about it like and i keep saying like i don't think there's anything you can throw at me that mm. i can't survive i may mm. struggle i may fight but mm. i don't think and and that's the belief i have and i already say there's nothing that you can throw at me that you can't handle. i can't handle and, and that's how it is that's how life is like you don't get anything you can't handle it's really how you see it if yeah. you see it as a challenge or something that's going to take you down it's going to take you down but if you see like oh what can i learn from this what is this here to teach me what is this experience about like you make it deep it will become that deep and you learn from it and you don't say the same but all that stuff honestly the truth of the matter is easier said than done until actually shit is in front of you that's true okay (laughs) following my advice honestly for me i come back to this episode so many times to listen to what i was talking about and take my own advice because sometimes i'm speaking but it's like i'm speaking to my future self it's like i'm speaking to my to the person i want to be yeah and i'm reminding myself in these episodes and so you need to like, yes need to do that i have to do that that's why i keep push i i, I think you know that's why I'm, I'm pushing most of my friends to come onto the podcast that way they have someone like they have themselves to come back to if they need that to to hear where they were when they were recording this you know if my son ever listens to this babe i'm not i'm not raising no grandchildren okay i will love them from a distance but ain't no way if you have those kids when you're 20 that's not my problem i'm kidding (laughs) you might change but from now till then you might be waiting for them grandkids asking him where are those grandkids well, i don't think i'm gonna be that person but yeah i know man but yeah I la- said, your own time mm. oh and and the fact that you know the lessons i'm sure you you will definitely will definitely be different parents yeah. like we're going to have different challenges from what our parents were yeah. challenged with but if you're open to the learning and you're not always like in the victim mode of yeah. why me because I feel like with responsibility, it's so easy to be like, oh my God. And, but, yeah, and, and I why feel is guilty it me? of that. You mm. find yourself, mm. you know, and like, oh, you're like, why? Why am I being punished, mm. you know? And it's so hard to get out of that headspace, to mm. be so confident, to be like, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I didn't do anything to deserve this. Mm. It's just happening, so I'm going to find a way to get myself out of this. Mm. It's so hard, but... I guess it takes time like everything else. Yeah, it takes time and knowing that. Like, I literally have to remind myself when quote-unquote bad things happen. Like, no, like, nothing is really bad. Like, God can't send me anything bad. At least for me, that's how I see it. Of course, everyone has a different relationship with God. (laughs) So for me, how I see it, it's like, he can't send me anything bad. Everything I'm receiving is for me to learn and to grow. And because I also love to reflect on my past challenges because I journal a lot. Sometimes, actually, when I'm facing something, I go back to my journal and I'm like, oh, wow, I was going through something here. Yeah. Damn, like I survived that. Like I was so anxious when I was writing this. It's like it takes me back to what the things I'm worried about are going to be okay, which is why it's so important to reflect and write down your hard days or when you're struggling because you will come back and realize, oh wow, I survived that. I can survive anything. Anyway, we all are, have our processes. I'm only sharing mine. But I really want to wrap up. Sharifa. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to release like on your chest? Anything on your chest? 
that you want to release out to the world, just something that you want to share with anyone, something that you want to share maybe with your, like you want to tell yourself in the future that you want to live on this episode, any words that you want to live, to release, yes, anything. Well, my what do you call it the word runs away now mm. anyway i just say one day at a time mm. and i will always say that mm. one day at a time sharifa mm. one day at a time and, and it's like it's it's something i tell myself every time i'm going through anything i'm like one day at a time mm. one day at a time and it helps me to say tomorrow mm. you will have the best day mm. the next day may be the worst day but mm. the sun still comes up mm. and it still goes down <laughs> and you're gonna be fine mm-hmm. i like one day at a time i love that um the reason why i love that actually is because i think i'm assuming the reason you tell yourself that is that you're in your future a lot right like you're always thinking about the yes, future definitely. and that creates anxiety and yes. then you put things in the future so it's like one day at a time makes you like your mind like okay yeah. today is what i have to like i only have today like i feel like for anyone who struggles with that don't go further than a week for your own sake please. <laughs> yes okay maybe two weeks ahead like since Sherpa is she's a mom and she has to plan ahead to to help yourself please don't go that way because you don't know what's coming your mind is so creative it can go in any direction and it is limitless that's true yeah so you literally have to help yourself and be like ah, ah, ah we're not going that far you're like as i can only like some days you literally have to you only have to go as far as an hour. I, I, I tell myself an that hour. Yes. I'm thinking about something, especially mm. something I did, and I, I, and I've already told you this. So if you like, yeah. I think about something that I did that embarrassed me. Tell us, Sharifa, get out of that headspace right yes. now, because <laughs> no, 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 no. Like it's like it's like you have to kind of control your thoughts in a mm. way, you and you to, are in control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one day at a time, mm-hmm. it's gonna work out. Mm. I like that. I like that. I, actually, I think I would have that on a. Um, on a sticky note yeah somewhere on a laptop yes because i breathe like one day at a time because these days it's so easy to step into the future time goes on so fast that you overwhelm yourself you're always in the future always you're never present and that's how you're always in the future it's like the present is leaving you meanwhile the present is the future you've been thinking about this entire time it's like your life is going and oh my god i know so many of us relate to this because we have so many problems and we think for some reason we think that when we overthink they're going to resolve i know no. you're actually making things worse for yourself sometimes you actually just have to look at things and let them play themselves out yeah, and you know and trust for the perfectionist i've mm. always been like if you're a perfectionist i'm, I'm sure you felt that mm. you know anyone telling you that this is not right you're like like you beat yourself up so mm. much mm. like i and i had that with so much like my my first workplace yeah like my boss would call and i'll be like oh my god what the fuck did i do now mm. like like it's like you you just don't want any negative feedback because mm-hmm. you feel like you did it to the best yeah yeah and, and it puts you in a place of fear not accepting like you know feel like anything any kind of criticism yeah but that's life you know right right you're right it's gonna be criticized that's so true you're <laughs> always going to be criticized you know and and what matters is how you deal with it 
you. How you deal with it and how you... Like, I know Sharifa. The truth of them, I know Sharifa. Sharifa gives 100%. Everything she does, she gives it 100%, you know? So for me, I'm always like, but if you gave it 100%, why do you feel so bad when there's a mistake? Like, you're only human. You did your best, you know? It's like... That's so much pressure to put yourself, honestly. Yeah, like, if, but if you think about it as someone who gives your best, you give your best, and the rest, rest of it is feedback for you. Yeah. It's, it's just that it's not criticism that you're not good enough, because sometimes that's what is implied when we make mistakes. We think, okay, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe No, it's just a mistake. You can learn from this. And the only way to learn is like through mistakes. That's yeah. how you grow. And literally, you have to go in those feelings yeah. and um, of course this takes time and learning and so, my, so many resources but for me I'm always like if you're patient with yourself you will see this thing yeah hmm. yeah and you're doing your best Sharifa you're doing your best that's that's all you can do that is all you can do everything else is for God yeah for you you do your best you live for God and when you do that it's not anxiety that you feel you feel free you're like I've done my best now the rest is to God. If it doesn't work out, it's not the right time. It's not for me, you know? But with that, if you keep that one day at a time, I feel like your anxiety will reduce. Yeah. And you feel more like, since you like to have control, I feel like one day at a time gives you more control. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I like that. I hope you keep doing that. And I think, yeah, I think that's it for today. I am going to force Sharifa again to come back to oh the episode. God. Because this was so fun and I didn't get into your other business. Because today we focused on things that we don't typically talk about. Like, you know, um, being a mother and that space of responsibilities and all that. So we got a different perspective, which I'm happy about. But next time I want to get into Sharifa's personal life and all that stuff. I feel like this was personal. Excuse no, like more personal, <laughs> like... Um, Insight, like I, I would love to get inside your head and see, like how that's you think. <laughs> yes, that's a tough one. Like how you see, how you see life, and you know, ask you some questions to, you know, tickle your mind. We will do that in our next episode. Well, thanks for having me, Sophie. This yes. Has been, well, I was very anxious. To, yeah. To begin with. Yeah. I was like, what? My stuff is going to be out there. Mm. But, well, I have enjoyed this. And, um, yeah, thank you for yeah. having me. And thanks for creating this safe space for me and for everybody else listening. Aww. And for being such an amazing friend. Oh, thank you. I have enjoyed this. I've enjoyed mm. our time together. Mm. I know, definitely be coming back oh thank you that's the sweetest outro no i've enjoyed having you here more because your perspective is definitely needed i know our listeners are because 70 percent of our listeners are women and i know at least one of them is a mother so i know they enjoyed this episode and your perspective thank you so much for everyone who's listened all the way through and everyone who's enjoyed uh sherifa I'm so grateful to have you. Grateful to have you as a friend, as a confidant. Like, don't make me cry. No, 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 no need to cry. Like, I mean these words. Like, I just need you, need for you to know that you are doing your best. And I see it. I appreciate it. Your family feels it. Your husband feels it. Your son feels it. You're doing your best. They know that. And when you know that, you'll see that you don't have to go crazy. You know, you're already doing enough. And yeah and we we'll lo- we love you either way you know it doesn't matter when things are perfect or not like you're still valuable you know yeah. whether you make mistakes or not like all that doesn't matter 
um yeah you are you are important sharifa you come first okay me that's my message i hope you continue to put yourself first we need you and yeah that's really it yeah um i i pray i really pray that everything that worries you like i pray that god eases that because i know what worry can do to the mind so i pray that god eases your worries and with time like we said like we've been saying everything will be okay to all the mothers out there you're not alone no, we not. we empathize let us know anywhere we can support mothers share. Or... let us share yes let's continue to share yes yes let's let's be more honest about our stories and yeah, our experiences yes. hmm. Yes. Hmm. like we can learn so much and i've learned so much from sharifa anyway we can keep going because like we said guys we're friends <laughs> these are conversations we're always having but yes thank you so much sharifa I hope you have a safe flight back home. Yes. Thank okay. you. All right. Until next time, guys. Bye. We'll talk soon. <laughs> <laughs>